Bibles this morning to the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Last week we started uh, teaching on Pentecost because last Sunday was actual Pentecostal Sunday. Pentecost Jesus said would come he told his followers to go and wait in Jerusalem until you receive the promise of the Father that you would, they would receive power from on high. Pentecost, again, some of you, a little review, some of you that wasn't here, is 50 days after the resurrection. Pentecost was a feast that Israel had celebrated for years and years and years and years and years and years all the way back to the law of Moses, the Passover. After the Passover, you got the, the Feast of First Fruits, and after the Feast of First Fruits, you got Pentecost. Those three uh, feasts go, go together. And Pentecost is 50 days after the Passover after the resurrection no it's after the, the feast of first fruits the resurrection 50 days so Jesus told them to go tarry in Jerusalem they did exactly what he told them to do the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 3 it says after Jesus died after his resurrection that he reappeared to his disciples now for 40 days teaching them things pertaining to the kingdom of God Acts chapter 1 verse 3 Jesus appeared to them for 40 days after his death now he came back and showed himself to his disciples proof that I told you I was going to rise again the tomb is empty here I am he told Thomas after he had visited with his disciples one day and he walked he didn't come in through the door he didn't open the door he just walked right in yeah. that's what a glorified body can do Jesus wants to come in here today he don't have to open that door he just comes right on through amen, amen. so as his disciples were meeting Jesus came in and he, he began to teach them things about the kingdom of God still Jesus was always teaching the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. That was his message. Always remember that. And uh, uh, Thomas wasn't there that day. So when Thomas came in and the disciples said, Thomas, you missed Jesus. He was here. And Thomas didn't believe it. He said, unless I can put my, my finger in, his, in the nail prints of his hands and my hand in his side, he said, I won't believe it. That's why they call him Doubting Thomas. Amen? Amen? So, Jesus heard everything that was going on. That's, a, that's a, a, another amazing thing about Jesus. He always hears what you're talking about. Amen. Every, when you think he's not around, believe me, he's there. Amen. He knows exactly what you said. He caught you in what you said. Amen. If it's good, he heard it. If it was bad, he heard it. Amen. Jesus is, is omnipresent. He's everywhere. So, 
Now Thomas, Jesus came up to him and said, Thomas, I heard what you said. So here, put your hands here. Put your hand in my side. And then once Thomas did that, see, Thomas had to see to believe. He had to see to believe. And after he did that, it, it really uh, broke Thomas's heart. And Jesus said, Thomas, you had to see to believe. But he said, more blessed are those yes. who have never seen but yet believe. Yes. That's you. Amen. You are the ones that have never seen. You haven't ever put your hands in his, in his nail prints. You haven't put your hand in his side where that spear ran. <coughs> but you believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. I know that because you're sitting here today. Amen. 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 So more blessed are you than Thomas. Amen. 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 More blessed are those who have never seen but yet believe. So they went and they gathered in the upper room for approximately 10 days. Jesus was teaching them for 40 days about the kingdom. And then they went and shut themselves up in the upper room in Jerusalem. And when they shut themselves up in Acts chapter 2, the Bible said where they, let's read Acts chapter 2 verse 1. <coughs> when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled. Everyone. All filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank God for the day of Pentecost. Yes. The day of Pentecost is the day the church was born. Yes. It was the day, hallelujah, that God's children got filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, the, the number one thing after Jesus Christ died and rose again and shed his blood on Calvary to, was to redeem you from your sins. Amen. Number one. The second most important thing that he had in mind after he got you saved, after he got your sin blotted out and washed away, hallelujah, was to get something in you. It was yes. the Holy Spirit of the living God yes. that he died to put in you. Yes. I love the book of Acts. Yes. The book of Acts is, the, it is a book at the end of the 28 chapters. It does not have an amen at it. Right. Many books of the Bible, most of them, Probably 95, 97% of the books of the Bible have amen after the end of it. Yes, it does. But the book of Acts does not have an amen. And that's because the book of Acts is still being written. That's right. The book of Acts is all about the, the, how the disciples were used and anointed by the Holy Ghost who went out and acted on yes. the Word of God. That's, right. amen. that's the book of Acts. And the book of Acts is still being written because the church is still, we're still living in the church age. Amen. The early church, born on the day of Pentecost, that's known as the early church. The day would be called the latter day church. Right. Hallelujah. We're living in the last day. We are the last day's church. Amen. Amen. And hallelujah, uh, the church, I mean the book of Acts is still being written if you 
or doing anything for Jesus, you might find a place in the book of Acts one day. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. The book of Acts, might, we might find the Mazungu dancing in Africa Amen. in the book of Acts when we get to heaven and read the rest of the chapters because the book of Acts is still ongoing and still active because the Holy Ghost is still active. The early church didn't try to control Pentecost. Pentecost, hallelujah, was controlling the early church. Yes, amen. 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 You can't put, uh, uh, you, the church needs, we need to understand that the early church took off like a 747 off yes. of a runway. Hallelujah. They took off down that runway and they took off when Jesus said, I want you to go preach the gospel to every creature in all the world. Hallelujah. Whenever they got baptized with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, filled with the Spirit on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says in Acts chapter 17 that they turned the world upside down. Yes. Amen. I mean, they got something done. They got it done without radio. They got it done without internet. They got it done without television. They got it done without iPhone. They got it done, praise God, by taking Pat and Charlie walking, hitting on mules and horses, riding up mountains, going by the seashore. They were teaching and telling everybody about Jesus Christ. That's why we have the gospel in our hands today. It's because they began to spread it everywhere. Amen. Amen. And they did it because they had the power to do it. Yes. Right. That's right. Don't think they didn't have no opposition. Uh -huh. Don't think it was a cakewalk. Come on now. Because these people were threatened yes. that if you preached in the name of Jesus, not Muhammad, that if you preach in the name of Jesus, not Buddha, but if you preach in the name above every name, yeah. Jesus Christ, if you preach in that name, you're going to be beaten. That's you're going to be right. thrown in prison. That's you're right. going to be eaten by a lion. You're going to be sold in two. You're going right. to be hung. You're going to be burned on fire. Yeah. All these things. Yes. They threaten them. If you teach in this name, this is what's going to happen to you. But they were unstoppable That's right. because they had been baptized yes. in the Holy Spirit yes. and the power from on high, no matter what came up against them, greater was, was he that was yes. in them than he that was in the world. The world said, you can't do it. And Peter said, how can I not? I've got yes. to go preach Jesus. Yes. If you kill me, you kill me. If you put me in prison, you put me in prison. Right. But when I get out, I'm still going to be telling yes. them about Jesus. Yes. That's how the early church got it done. They didn't get it done without the Holy Spirit's power. That's right. Believe me. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you shall receive power. Yes. Power to be witnesses yes. unto me. The church today has to have the same yes. thing that the early church had. That's right. And any church today that tries to make it without the power from on high is in the flesh. Yes. And not only in the flesh, they are religious. Yes. You know, you can have a religious service and the Holy Ghost not even be in the house. That's right. Yep. Amen. Just because you got a steeple on the top, on top of the, the door and a church sign outside, don't mean the Holy Ghost is on the inside. Amen. Right. Amen. We've got to have the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have it. Don't want to have church without it. Right. If you have church without the Lord, without the Holy Ghost, you might as well write Ichabod on the door, yeah, which right. means the Lord has departed. Yes. That's right. Preach it. Hallelujah. 
My daddy used to say, if, if the Holy Ghost ain't in the house, you might as well close the door, put clothes on it, and turn it into a filler station. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's the truth. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible said the Holy Ghost came in. He came in suddenly. Yes. Wow, suddenly. suddenly. Mm -hmm. He came in as they were praying. Yes. In one mind. Right. In one accord. Yes. It wouldn't it be marvelous if we get the church together in one mind and one accord one more time. Amen. That's when you have power from on high. Whenever people get in one mind and one accord, get in the mind of Christ. That's right. I ain't talking about being Pentecostal. I ain't talking about being Baptist. I ain't talking about being Methodist. I ain't talking about being Catholic. I said one mind, one accord. Amen. I ain't Pentecostal. People say, what kind of church are y'all? They want to know what kind of label we got on our church. Yeah. Are you Pentecostal? Mm -hmm. And then if you say, yeah, we Pentecostal, you know what goes through their heads? We're crazy. If they're not Pentecostal, they say, uh-oh, that's them tongue-talking folks. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's them, that's them holy rollers. Yes. That's them showers. Yes. That's them folks, they get, they get wild in the house. Amen. And some people say, well, we don't believe in all that. Yeah. But listen, we ain't Pentecostal. The Pentecostals don't have a monopoly on Pentecost. That's, That's right. right. Pentecost is for everybody. That's yeah. right. The Bible says it's to you, your children, as many as, as will believe yeah. in the Lord Jesus Christ. This promise is for everybody. Yeah. Don't be caught being, being, letting somebody put a label on you. You ain't Baptist. That's right. You ain't Pentecostal. You ain't Catholic. They trying to they trying to put you in a box. Let me see how you believe because these people believe this way. These people believe this way. This denomination believes this way. Listen, I don't believe in one way. That's the Word of God way. Amen? Praise God. Yes, sir. But harvest time, yes, we believe in Pentecost. Yes. I know one guy that came to this church a few years ago. He said, Pastor, he said, I went to a church this morning on Pentecostal Sunday. And the pastor got up to preach, and he said, "You know, he said I'm gonna preach on Pentecost." You, he said, "But you know, we don't we don't really walk in Pentecost here. Huh? We don't experience Pentecost here. Well, you know why? It's because their denomination has crossed out Pentecost. Hmm. They know it's in the Bible. They know it's true, but they don't believe in it. Everything that's in the Bible, everybody don't always believe." That's right. Amen. Amen. But thank God that the, the disciples, the 120 or so, believed Jesus when he said there's a promise waiting on you in Jerusalem. Right. All you've got to do is go wait and tarry. And, 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 and on the day of Pentecost, when it had fully come, the mighty rushing wind came in. Yes. The mighty rushing wind. Can you imagine sitting in a place, gathered together, you having a prayer meeting for 10 days in a row, and all of a sudden, on the day of Pentecost, when it had fully come, see, it was God is always on time. That's right. When, when Ooh, it yes, was time, yes. when it was time, Hallelujah! God sent the Holy Ghost. Yes. In Acts chapter one, Jesus went up. Yes. When He went up, Acts chapter two, the Holy Ghost came down. Yes. Acts chapter three through twenty-eight, the people went out. Yes. But that's the order. Jesus went up, the Holy Ghost came out, and the people went out. Amen. And spread the gospel to the world. Amen. They didn't do it without the Holy Ghost. Don't think we can do it without the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come on. I feel sorry for folks who try to uh, do it without the Holy Ghost. 
I hear about uh, ministers burning out. No. Burning out. We burn out. I'm going to have to retire early. I can't handle the pressure no more. Listen, anytime you do it outside the Holy Ghost, you get into the flesh. That's right. And then you will get burned out. Amen. Because you can't do the work of God in the flesh. Flesh on fire stinks. That's right. That's right. But listen, if you'll do it in the power of the Spirit, you'll be like the burning bush. It'll be on fire, but it'll never burn out. Amen. Amen. We got to do it in the power of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The early church didn't burn out. Paul didn't burn out. All that he went through, he never burned out. Hallelujah. He just kept on going. He said, I just keep moving forward. I just keep going. It don't matter they beat me with rods. It don't matter if I slept in the sea last night. It don't matter if I was hungry. Don't matter if I was naked. Don't matter what, what they brought against me. I just kept on moving forward. That's right. In the power of the Holy Spirit, he kept moving. So, uh, the Holy Ghost is for today. Yes. It's, it wasn't for a specific time period. It wasn't just for the early church. Anything that the early church needed, we need also. Amen. The devil hasn't been taken out of the picture yet. That's right. Amen. He hasn't been thrown into the lake and fire and, and forever and chained forevermore yet. That's the right. Bible says he still roams to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. He's still out there. But thank God, greater is he that's in us than he right. is in the world. Right. We don't have to be afraid of the devil because we got power from on high. That's we right. got power from heaven. Yes. We got the power of the name of Jesus. Yes. We got the power of the blood of the Lamb. We got all kinds of spiritual weapons. So here, in, I, I want to move in. The Holy Spirit is continuing to move. Not only did he move in Acts chapter 2, and that wasn't the end of the story. That was just the beginning Amen. of the moving of the Holy Spirit. Cloven tongues of fire set upon each of their heads. The mighty rushing wind came. I just kind of hear it. All of a sudden, there was a mighty rushing wind. Mighty. There was like a tornado went through there. Hurricane. The windows would open. Uh, cloven tongues of fire set upon each of the heads, 120 or so. The Bible says in that upper room, hallelujah, for those of you that are Catholic out there and believe in Mother Mary, Mother Mary was in the upper room that day, and the Bible says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and, tie, and, and, and fire sat upon each of them. So I want to tell all the Catholic people that Mother Mary got filled with the Holy Ghost that day. Yes, amen. Amen. Come on, That is true. That ain't Carver doctrine. That is Acts chapter 2. Yeah. She was in the upper room. That's right. And they all got filled. So, Mother Mary knows something about tongue talking. Amen. Hallelujah. And Mother Mary is never to be worshipped. That's right. That's right. She's to be honored and respected, but never worshipped and never prayed to. That's right. Preach it, Pastor. There ain't the one that you pray to. And one that you worship, his name is Jesus Christ. That's right, amen. Uh, and the Holy Ghost wants you to do that. Because the Holy Ghost's job is to do this. Always lift up Jesus. When the Holy Ghost is in it, Jesus Christ will always be lifted up. Yes. The Bible said the Holy Ghost will testify of Jesus. And he will glorify Jesus. And he will also bear witness of his resurrection. That's what the Holy Ghost's job is to do. Always lift up and promote Jesus Christ. 
Anytime you go to a spiritual service and if they ain't promoting Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost ain't in it. That's right. If they promoting themselves, the Holy Ghost ain't in it. But whenever you promote Jesus, the Holy Ghost is there saying, yes and amen. I'm with you right here. Right. I'm finna confirm the word of God with signs and wonders because you're preaching the truth. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Ghost is continuing to move in after Acts chapter 2. And I, I, I flip over to uh, Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. The, the Holy Ghost continues to move throughout the whole book of Acts. And he's still moving. The Bible says in, in Acts chapter 8, verse <clears throat> 4 through 8. You, are you there? Say amen. amen. Those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. You know what our job is today, church? It's to get scattered. Get scattered and preach the word. Everywhere. You know, when we leave here, we all scatter. One of y'all going this way, one of y'all going that way, one of y'all going this way. The Bible said we ought to be spreading Jesus wherever, whatever direction we're going in. Hallelujah. We ain't all going to the same house when we leave him. We all scatter. Some of us going to Rutledge. Some of us going to Lake O'Connor. Some going to Bishop. Some going to stay here in Madison. Wherever we scatter, we're supposed to be scattering the word. Amen. Amen. Scattering the seed. So, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached what? Christ to them. He preached the anointed one to them. And the multitude, with one accord, heeded the things spoken by Philip. You hear that, Brother Larry? Up. Hearing and seeing, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Yes. Verse 7. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed. And many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Yes. And there was great joy in that city. Let me tell you something. Philip was chosen to go wait on tables. Widows and orphans, he was sent to wait on tables. But the Bible said when they so chose these seven men, they were full of faith, right. full of wisdom, and yes. full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Full of what? The, the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. They sent them out, hallelujah, to wait on tables. But while Philip was out there waiting on tables, he came to Samaria, and man, he, he said, you know what? I got an anointing inside of me. He said, I done waited on my tables today. I done fulfilled that assignment. He said, but I'm going to preach Jesus. Yeah. And he started preaching Jesus in Samaria. And then the, he allowed the Holy Ghost to begin to work in him and through him. And signs and wonders started being done. Demons started coming out. He started casting out demons. And the lame began to walk. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the Bible yeah. said, great joy was brought to the whole city. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Whenever the Holy Ghost is moving, there will be joy. In the place. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. If we would just unchain the Holy Ghost, let the Holy Ghost yes. do what He wants to do yes. in Madison, Georgia, That's Madison, right. Georgia just might get turned upside down. That's Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Anywhere you turn the Holy Ghost loose, hallelujah, it's going to bring great joy. Yes. But then, I tell you, your greatest opposition ain't from unbelievers. That's right. 
You right. greatest opposition is from church folks. That's right. right. They don't that. believe in the, in Pentecost. Yes. They don't right. believe in the power from on high. Right. Them are the ones that's going to write stories about you in the newspaper. Yep. Them are the ones that's going to try to put your fire out. Yep. It's the religious folks. Yes. Can I have amen? amen? Amen. I ain't against religious folks, but I am for Pentecost. That's yes. right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Harvest Time Church is a, is a open door, Holy Ghost, orchestrated meetings. That's yes. what we want here. Yes, hallelujah. Uh, okay, I just want to show you what Philip did. Now, look here, look in verse 12. Acts chapter 8, verse 12. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning what? The kingdom of God. And the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh, the devil don't want you teaching people about the kingdom. And he don't want you lifting up the name of Jesus. Anytime you go listen to somebody preach, if they ain't saying Jesus Christ very often, find you another church. Come on. Both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed. He was a sorcerer. You might as well say, might as well say the witch doctor got saved. That's Amen. Right. Then when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. So through Philip, an ordinary man, That's right. an ordinary man made extraordinary yes. when he is filled with the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. A man before the Holy Ghost can't do signs and wonders. That's right. But a man filled with the Holy yes. Ghost can start operating in signs and wonders. Yes. Amen. Amen. We are a sign and a wonder for the world to see yes. when we get filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, the early church put a great emphasis after people got saved, healed, delivered, whatever, the next thing they were going to do was make sure you got filled with the Spirit. Amen. They put great emphasis on it. Yes. The church world today don't put much emphasis on it. No. But the early church, I want to show you, put great emphasis on people getting filled with the Holy Ghost after they got yes. saved. Yes, amen. It wasn't just get saved, go get in some water, and you're done. No. no. You get saved, you get filled with the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. Because unless you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you ain't got power to go be no witness. That's, That's right. right. Amen. And the number one thing the world needs is somebody to be a witness. Yes. yes. I didn't say a pastor. No. I said a witness. Yes. I didn't say an apostle. I said a witness. Yes. A witness is somebody that seen something and heard something and said, I can testify of this. I want you to know I was for law, but now I was blind, but now I see. Verse 14, Acts 8, 14. Are you with me, Brother Tyler, on this one? I love you, brother. You just fell in here on the, on the right day. <laughs> now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, let's see what happens. They sent Peter and John to them. Peter and John. Verse 15. Who? 
when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, they already received the Word. They already received Jesus as their Lord. Yeah. But they still something they, they ain't got the whole total package yet. That's right. So they sent for Peter and John because they were putting a great emphasis on getting them filled. Who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 16. Look at him now. They already saved. That's right. For as yet, he had fallen upon none of them. Amen. Can y'all see that? Y'all Bible don't say that? Y'all Bible say that? Y'all Bible don't say that? Bring your Bible and lay it on the front up here and leave it with me. We'll get you another. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. See that? He had not fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then, verse 17, they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter and John, after Philip went and preached the gospel to him, and while he was preaching, he was casting out demons, the lame was walking, signs and wonders were done. Simon the sorcerer said, Man, this is powerful. I ain't never seen anything that like this. The, the sorcerer said, I want to I believe in Jesus Christ. And then after they got them saved and baptized in the name of Jesus, they sent for Peter and John, y'all need to come on over. Because they still something yet undone. Philip said, I'm not a one-man show here. Hallelujah. I need the gifts of other people in the body of Christ. Yes, I need Peter and I need John to come. Yes. And Peter and John came and they laid hands on these new believers. Hallelujah. After they had been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, laid hands on them and they got filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They received the Holy Ghost. That's the key is receiving the Holy Ghost. Come on now. Amen. Not fight against it, but receive it. Yes. Amen. Don't listen to what everybody else says he ain't. Listen to what the Bible says he is. Amen. And the Bible says receive him. Yes. Receive him. Yes. You got to embrace him. Yes. You got to be thirsty for him. That's you got to right. be hungry for him. Right. You got to be willing to let him do whatever he wants to do. That's right. And he'll come. Amen. Amen. The question ain't, do you have the Holy Ghost? The question is, does the Holy Ghost have you? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Blessed Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. <coughs> no, now, let's jump real quick. I wanted to show you the Holy Spirit's still moving. Okay. In Acts chapter 10, He's still moving. He's still on the move. Okay. One thing that the Holy Spirit never does is sit down and be still. That's right. You may sit down and you may be still, but the Holy Spirit from the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the deep. The whole time it was without, it was empty, dark, and void. The Bible said the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep. This is hovering, 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 moving. Moving, moving. What was the Holy Spirit waiting on? He was waiting on the Word. When yes. God said, let there be light, the Holy Spirit went, boom, yes. brought light. Hallelujah. He was waiting on the Word to be released. But He was always moving. Yes. And He ain't stopped moving. Hallelujah. Right, amen. If He ain't in our church, 
or in your church and across the world, it's because you have stopped and not allowed him to move. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, in, Act, in Acts chapter 2, let me add this. The Bible said the Holy Ghost came in suddenly. You know, when he came in suddenly, he began to do what he needed to do. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. We got so many church services today that are so orderly. That's right. So we gonna, at 10 o'clock, we're going to open the church. At 10.05, we're going to start worshiping. We're going to sing to 10.30. And then after 10.30, we're going to take up the offering. And after the offering, we're going to send the children back. After the children go back, the preacher going to preach. And the preacher going to give an altar call. And ain't nobody going to move. And then he's going to close the door. And we're going to go home. Where's the Holy Ghost in this picture? That's right. Come on, brother. Preach. We got too many churches at 12 o'clock. We're going, to have the, we're going to have the police out in the street and they're going to be stopping traffic so we can let the church out. We know the church is going to get out at 12. What if the Holy Ghost decides I ain't show, showing up to 1201 That's right. or 1205 and all the people already gone? That's, right. That's how the Holy Ghost works. He's only, he's only going to work with those that are ready and want him. Yeah. One mind, one accord. Come Lord Jesus. Come Holy Spirit. That and the Holy is. Spirit will come. But whenever you got him on a time clock, that's right. That's right. come on, brother. Too many people looking at this while he's sitting in church. Yeah. That's right. Come on. We got some religious people in church today, and a lot of churches today. If you go over twelve o'clock, some of these old weasels will stand up and, and do this right here yes. to the preacher. Amen. Yeah, they will. I didn't heard about it. Yes. I'm like, man. I tell you, you 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 you, you just don't belong here. Because if you, you don't want to wait on the Holy Spirit. If you ain't got time for the Lord, right. you might as well just stay home. Yeah, that's right. Eat donuts. Preaching. Mow grass or do something. But we come here to let the Holy Ghost move. Yes. And whenever He wants to move, I don't know. But He comes in here suddenly. Yes. He might come in here right now. Hallelujah. I couldn't even think about preaching without the Holy Ghost. Amen. I can't imagine trying to do that. When I pray all all week long, I want to pray, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. I never preach without saying, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. I can't do nothing without you. I can't do nothing. I ain't even going to try. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost always helps me. Amen. Amen. So Acts chapter 10. Here's a man by the name of Cornelius. Are y'all still interested in going yes. on? Yes. Yes. This is interesting to me. Cornelius. He's a centurion. He's not of the Jewish nation. Not of the Jewish people. But he's a, verse 2 says he's a devout man. Mm -hmm. And one who feared God. With all his household. Who gave alms generously. To the people and prayed to God always. He wanted to know who this Jesus was. Cornelius. A man outside the Jewish people. And as he prayed, the Lord said, I'm going to send you somebody that's going to tell you about this man named Jesus. And he sent Peter. And Peter was up on the house top praying at 12 noon one day. And the Lord showed up, showed up, and told him, said, I want you to go to Cornelius' house. 
And some people came, and anyhow, make a long story short, Peter went to Cornelius' house. And when he got there, look at verse 24. 10, 24. <coughs> the following day they entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them. He's like, I ain't missing my opportunity. That's right. And had called together, check this out. He called together his relatives uh -huh. and his close friends. He said, I got a man of God coming to me. He's bringing something to me from the Lord. And I want not only me to hear it, I, I don't want it to go, go into heaven by myself. That's right. He said, I want my relatives to be a part of this. I want them to hear this. And I also want my close friends to come yes. and hear this. Yes. So he invited them. Guess what? They came. Mm -hmm. And when Peter got there, look at verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. That's right. But in every nation, whoever fears him yes. and works righteousness is accepted by him. And then Peter goes on to continue to preach. Look at verse 44. Chapter 10, verse 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Mm. On all those yes. who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. He's talking about Peter and his group. Uh -huh. The Jewish people. They were the circumcised. He said they were astonished. As many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. Had they known, had they known they received the gift of the Holy Spirit? The Bible's going to tell you. Yes. Verse 46. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Yes. That's how they knew. They had received the same thing that they had received in Acts chapter 2. They said, we hear them speaking in another tongue just like we did. Yeah. Therefore, we come to the conclusion that God chose no partiality. It ain't just for the Jews only. It's for the Gentiles too. Whoever wants to know Jesus Christ, That's hallelujah, right. the gift of the Holy Spirit yeah. can go to them. That's right. That's right. Praise God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Verse, then Peter said, answer, can anyone... Forbid water. Look here now. You can't put God in a box. That's right. That's right. They got filled with Peter goes to them. He's preaching to them. While he's preaching to them, he didn't even lay hands on them. That's right. That's right. While he's preaching, the Holy Ghost just went whoosh. Yes. Hallelujah. They heard the word and they all got filled. Yes. Then Peter says, Let's get them water baptized. Yeah. They ain't been water baptized yet. Mm -hmm. But they've been baptized with the Holy Ghost. That's right. Amen. And yeah. fire. Yes. See, there ain't no set order. That's right. You don't have to get you, you, you the first thing you do have to be is saved. Right. You can't receive the Holy Ghost unless you're saved. But after you get saved, you can then be water baptized and then be filled with the Holy Ghost. But in Acts chapter 10, they heard the word believed the word, and got filled with the Holy Ghost, then they went into the water. Amen. So, ain't no 
particular order that you've got to have to say, well, he can't get baptized with the Holy Ghost because he ain't been in the water yet. That's right. You don't have to be in the water yet. That's right. Hallelujah. But don't forbid water. That's right. Go on down to the water. That's right. The water is fine. Yes. Jesus said, be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yes. Don't forbid water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Want it. Yes. That's right. Amen. Any child of God should want to be baptized. Yes. Somebody said, I don't want to be baptized. I got to wonder what's wrong with you. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Jesus said, get water baptized. That's if right. you believe. Now, I don't, I, 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 I don't think you have to be water baptized to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. But if you have a chance to be water baptized, you should go get water baptized. Amen. If you're on your sickbed and you get saved, for instance, on your sickbed and you've died in, in the next two or three hours, and you ain't got time to go to Lake Oconee. Hallelujah. Jesus is fine with that. Amen. You can get baptized in the bed. Yes. Hallelujah. But if you didn't get baptized, the main thing is you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Amen. There's some religions out there that say if you didn't get water baptized, you never was saved. But that ain't necessarily true. Because the thief on the cross believed in Jesus Christ. That's and right. he didn't ever find no water. But Jesus said, this day, you'll be with me in paradise. Yes. Amen. Yes. But if you get an opportunity, you need to go get wet. That's yes. right. Amen. Praise God. Y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. Okay, last but not least. Acts chapter 19. Y'all still got a few seconds. Yes. Amen. Man, I'm trying to feed the Bible says, Jesus says, feed the sheep. Feed the sheep. Feed the sheep. Feed the sheep. I want y'all walking out of here, man, full. Yes. Blue. Full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. And fire. That's right. Full of the word. Acts chapter 19. Check out this. Remember I said the, the early church put a great emphasis on getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Why should we not put a greater emphasis today in all of our churches on getting filled with the Holy Spirit? Because to be a witness, you need the power from on high. People have a problem with, these, with the language part. Talking in other tongues. I don't understand that. You ain't supposed to understand that. That's, That's right. right. The Bible said when you talk in other tongues, your mind's unfruitful. Yeah. You ain't supposed to understand it. Your mind's supposed to be turned off. You're praying with your spirit, man. Yes. Forget about the, 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 the intellect. That's right. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Don't work. Don't try to figure it out. But I'm telling you what, when you pray in the spirit, something happens. Amen. That's right. Heaven understands what you're saying. Yes. God understands what you're saying. Jesus understand what you're saying. You're praying by the, the Holy Spirit is helping you pray in other languages. That's right. Other tongues. And believe me, there's power in it. Amen. I love to catch people with this one. People say, well, we don't believe in tongues. Well, do you believe three-fourths of the New Testament? There you go. What do you mean by that? Well, Paul, the apostle, wrote three-fourths of the New Testament. Seventy-five percent of it, he wrote it. And he said, I talk in tongues more than you all. That's right. That's right. So you telling me you don't believe in Paul? Paul's the one said that, not me. Yes. That's right. So then they, well, that was for the early church. Yeah, that's that was for the apostle Paul and them. That wasn't for us today. No. You can't find that nowhere in the Bible. That's Anything right. they needed is, it, we still in the church age. That's right. We still need it too. Amen. Acts chapter 19, verse 1. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth 
that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus. And finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? That's the first question he asked them. First question. He didn't say, What's your name? How long you been around? Where was you born? What sect do you belong to? Are you Baptist? Are you Catholic? Are you Methodist? What are you? The first thing he said, he found out they were disciples. The first question, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And he got the same look a lot of folks we get today. Same look. Deer in the headlights. What are you talking about? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. It's a shame, but there's a lot of people in a lot of churches they never even heard the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. And I'm wondering, what have they been teaching you all these years? That's right. If they ain't been teaching you about the Holy Spirit, since Jesus is gone, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit in his place. And if you don't know nothing about the Holy Spirit, what are y'all doing? Amen. That's right. I know what y'all ain't doing. You ain't doing no kingdom work. That's right. Because in the kingdom, you got to have the Holy Ghost. That's right. You got to have the Holy Spirit. Yes. You don't have him. You ain't doing nothing. No. Nope. Jesus said, without me, you can't do nothing. That's right. Amen. So, we have not so much as heard whether there is the Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into, into what then were you baptized? And they said, into John's baptism. Verse 4. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Yeah. Verse 5. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay? Now they believers. Mm -hmm. And when Paul had laid his hands on them, That's right. the Holy Spirit came upon them. There seems to be some kind of transference through the laying on of hands. Yes. Through when, it, when people are getting baptized. Peter didn't lay hands on nobody. You can't just be speaking and, and people get filled. Yes. But a, a lot of times, through the laying on of hands, people were filled with the Holy Spirit. So he laid hands on them. The Holy Spirit came upon them. And guess what happened? They spoke. Yes. They spoke. They spoke mm -hmm. with tongues mm -hmm. and prophesied. Mm -hmm. Now the men were about 12 in all. Whew. So it seems to me that when somebody gets filled with the Holy Spirit, the evidence of it that the early church seen, I know they just got filled just like we did because they spoke in other tongues. That's yes. right. That's the evidence of it. Yes. That's the evidence. We wouldn't know unless we see them tongue. We see them tongue, we're like, ooh, they just got filled. That's right. They just got filled. They just got filled. Y'all, we need y'all to get filled. Amen. Why? Not just so we can say, well, I'm Pentecostal and I speak in other tongues. The whole reason for wanting to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit is so you can be a powerful witness. That's right. Amen. To live for Jesus Christ in this world unashamed to be bold as a lion. That's right. To testify. Yes. To glorify. Yes. To lift up Jesus. Oh, wherever you go. Yes. 
wherever you scatter to, Holy Ghost goes with you as you go. He never leaves you. He's in here. But being saved, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Being filled with the power is a second experience. Yes, it is. Amen. Second experience. You can get it all the same day you get saved. Yes. You can get filled. Or you can get saved and then later come to the knowledge, hey, I'm missing out on something. Yes. As I read through the Bible, I see that people were filled with the Holy Spirit, but I'm not filled. I'm saved, but I know I'm not filled. And then they go on, they looking for that. And they search and they look. I know a lot of people that have left certain denominations as they begin to read their Bible for themselves mm -hmm. come to find out there's more yep. and because they didn't stop there and because they did they, they were willing to go where the spirit was being pulled out right. if you want to get filled you got to go where the spout is that's, that's right. right you can't go where the spout is off and think you're going to get filled there that's, that's right. right if you lie with the dead you're going to die with the dead that's that's right. Right. Some people going to church just called granddaddy went to church, grandmama went to church, and aunt and uncle went to church there, and they think they supposed to go to church there. No, you need to go where the where the Holy Spirit is getting poured out. That's yeah. right. Amen. 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 If you don't, you'll die. You'll you'll draw up with them. Yes. You'll draw up. Say, yes. On the way to heaven, yes. But being a powerful witness, no. No. Be a powerful witness. Man, oh man. I love to have that, that, that anointing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. wouldn't want to try anything, try to preach without it, minister without it. I got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. Amen. Whenever I was asked, do you want to receive the Holy Spirit? I said, if it's from Jesus, I'll take it, hook, line, and sinker. Right. They said, it's from Jesus. Show me in the scriptures. I said, I want it. Amen. Well, you gonna, you going to pray in other tongues? That the Spirit give me other, I'm going to pray in other tongues. I want the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 I don't understand why people don't want it. That's right. Brother Larry? Just fast. I would like to share a quick testimony about the Holy Spirit. Sorry. Let me, let me finish this. If, if you're watching today by media, I don't, whatever part of the world you're in, we love you. Hey, Jesus Christ is the fire baptizer. That's right. If you haven't been filled yet, yeah. hey, get thirsty, get hungry, That's right. and ask the Lord to fill you with his Holy Spirit, yeah. with the evidence of speaking in tongues, so yeah. you can be a powerful witness wherever you are, yeah. whatever land you live in. Your people need you, but they need the power of the Holy Ghost living in you to set them free. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus today, ask Jesus to come into your heart. He'll save you. Hallelujah, he's already died, he's already rose again. All you got to do is believe in him and then ask the Lord to fill you with his Holy Spirit. He will, it's already been poured out. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Amen. Amen. Amen.